When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. So you're basically saying that you're just dating me because I can buy you things. Yes. I knew my family would have advised against me marrying Anfisa, but I still did it anyways. We've been married for six months, and it feels good. Why are you saying it like that? How? I hate being married to George. I think that a lot of people don't like to admit it, but everyone loves a good train wreck. If that weren't true... Traffic wouldn't slow down on a freeway when there's an accident on the other side of the median. But for me, I really love watching a good, disastrous relationship. I loved it when shows like Jersey Shore were on the air, even though that show was fake. I love seeing it on MTV's True Life. And I like to indulge in watching a relationship burn in the modern day. So I have a show that I've been waiting to talk about for quite a while called 90 Day Fiancé which I think is perfect marketing from the Learning Channel. They have found a formula that literally guarantees that the relationships will be destructive and therefore interesting to watch. The premise of this show is that these couples get a visa and have their future spouse fly over to America all on their own dime. TLC pays for none of it. They don't even pay the people on the visa because it's illegal. And despite the popularity of the show, American cast members only get like $1,000 an episode. After they get their visa, they have 90 days to decide if they're going to get married or be deported. And the American partners are supposed to wonder, are they are they in it for the green card? Yes, they're in it for the green card. All of them are. I mean, they aren't even getting paid for the show. Why would you even have to ask that? We get it, though. You can't afford a high-status partner from America, so you're rummaging through the discount bin from another country to see if you can get a good deal on a spouse. I mean, this show is so transparent on that point that you can tell who the foreigner is just by looking at the couples. So guys, let's play a game in the comments section. I'm going to show you a few pictures of couples and you tell me your answers of which partner you think is a foreigner. Let's try the first couple. Who is on a visa? Molly or Lewis? Got your answer? Next, tell me. Which one of these two is in it for the green card? Alexandra? Or Josh? Nicole or Azan? Who is rummaging through that discount bin to find a spouse with a higher number? Do you think Muhammad is the American? Or is it Danielle? Last one. Colt or Larissa? Which one of them is pretending to enjoy the sex? Alright guys, pencils down. Let's get to our main couple, George and Anfisa. Anfisa is a female entrepreneur slash ex-cam girl from Russia who wants to live the American dream. George is a pot dealer from Reeferside, California, who said he would buy on visa anything she wanted when she moved to America. When George asked me to come to the States, he promised to get me whatever I want. Or whatever makes you happy. I'm beautiful and I like nice clothes, nice shoes, nice purses. So... 
I expect him to pay for all that. More shoes, more bags, more on the car. There has to be a limit. 10,000 per month? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Then I guess we're not getting Be money. reasonable. What about price point? What are you comfortable with? Uh, what is your most expensive dress? <laughs> um, our most expensive dress would be $45,000. Mm. Is that OK? <laughs> you keep wanting more and more. Like, when is the end? Number. After you want something, you're going to want something else. And after you get that, you're going to want something else. Yeah. Like, there's never going to be an end to it. Now, after seeing all this, you might ask, why would George put up with her? She's not attractive, and she's definitely not worth $10,000 a month. I mean, if she was like a 10, I could see why George wouldn't just kick her to the curb. So really, none of this makes sense. But then, I found something that better explained this situation, and to the handful of women watching this, you should pay close attention. This is how ugly plastic surgery makes you look. Take a look at these before and after photos. On the left, we see a pre-plastic surgery on Fisa, who is a strong 8 or 9 out of 10. On the right, we see a post-Botox on Fisa, who has lowered her number to a 7. The big Botox lips ruin the symmetry of her face, which makes her look like a clown. And that is always the case with Botox. Botox looks gross, and men don't like it. That, plus a little weight gain, and by the time she's married to George, she brings herself down to a 5 or a 6. Keep in mind that when this was filmed, she was in her early 20s. Now, if you were to watch any videos on George and on Fisa, and then also read the comments section, you will see that many people are saying that she is virtuous because she's honest about her gold-digging behavior, and George is the bad guy for not meeting her demands. And they're partially right. George did lie about his wealth, but she's not honest either. By her own words, the deal was that he would give her money, and she would be attractive. So basically, you're saying if I can't provide, I'm worthless to you. I don't understand what's wrong about it. If I was ugly and fat, would you be dating me? But she didn't hold up her end of the bargain. After she moved, she got Botox and fake boobs, which again, ladies, lowers your number. You are spending money on and going through painful surgeries for stuff that makes you look less attractive. So she got fake boobs, Botox, and then gained a bunch of weight. George originally bargained for a 9, but by the time they were married, he ended up with a 5. That makes her a liar. And even if she didn't make a bunch of choices that made her look less attractive, just because she was honest about her intentions doesn't make her actions right. If a killer is honest about murdering people, does that absolve him of his crimes? I wonder if the women enjoying Anfisa's honesty also call men pigs who openly say that they are only interested in a woman for her looks. Outside of that, for those of you who are unaware, this is the kind of person Anfisa is. What the keyed idiot into the driver's side door. She broke phones, plural. <laughs> I tried calling her, she, uh, she erased my phone. That's her. Hello? Why, where are you? That's just an attention thing, I feel like. I'm pulling over. Why did you leave? Hey. Tell me you're gonna go back. What do you want? She's calling me up and texting me and trying to FaceTime me and see where I'm at and trying to control every move that I do. 
Hello? What's the problem? Well, what? What are you doing? This is the kind of I have to go through all the time. What is the problem? I am coming back. I am coming back. Because I think I deserve more than 50%, no matter when we divorce. I think I deserve everything, and he's not going to take it from me. She doesn't want to take on debt, but then yet spends my money. So what? I'm not going to screw myself over just because you, you want to be happy. I'm agreeing to certain things. Nothing changed. I think you're too immature to, to know this. So what? Don't Smile at me like that? I'm telling you, it's Tell not. Tell me what? Huh? I'm telling you that you it's. Tell me what? Now you can talk all about how they edit reality TV. Most of you probably know me from a reality TV show, and I'm sure you know that these kind of shows are heavily edited. But no matter how they edit this show, if I was in a relationship with her and she broke two of my phones, did a factory reset on my phone because she was mad, Scream now oh. at me, keyed my car, or hit me. If she did just one of those things, then the relationship would be over. Clever editing didn't make it seem like she did that. She actually did those things. Now, on the topic of Anfisa's recent behavior, since her husband was arrested for driving with nearly 300 pounds of weed in his car, she has lost weight and allowed her Botox to wear off, which raises her number back up a little bit. Curious, though. She says she hates being married to George, and as soon as he is gone in prison, she starts making herself look more attractive. I'm sure you guys know what she's planning to do, especially considering they have already been married long enough for her to still get permanent residency, even if they get a divorce, all the while being supportive of George during his time of need. Anfisa is weighing her options. Should she stay with George or leave him? Judging by her recent decision to become a competitive bodybuilder, it looks like she wants to leave him. But her actions support both games, whether she is trying to monkey branch or not. Tom Likas would call this investing for the future. Women will pay for a few dates up front to rope you in, and then, once you're hooked, expect you to pay for absolutely everything. She spends $200 on a few dates, and then gets tens of thousands of dollars spent on dates in return. If you try to call her out on it, she will just refer back to the beginning of the relationship and say, Oh, I'm a gold digger? Don't you remember that one time when I paid for a date three years ago? If George is the best Anfisa can get, then anytime he calls her a gold digger, she can just bring up the fact that she was nice to him while he was in prison and rope him back in. She will use that as blackmail on him for years. She might even throw in the, I do everything for you and you do nothing for me, cliche. Just because someone was nice in the past and paid for something doesn't mean you are currently exchanging equivalent value. That's like paying a contractor for one job and then expecting him to do all of his future jobs for free. Now, if Anfisa goes the other way, decides she wants to leave George and that causes her legal issues, then she can point out that she cared for him when he was in jail, so she didn't just marry him to get a green card. This is all her playing the game. She's already shown us who she is, and that kind of person doesn't magically flip into a saint in two years' time, particularly when there's no benefit in doing that. So why is George putting up with this? Why won't he just leave her? 
Why didn't he leave Anfisa during the show? It's not like he wasn't warned about her behavior. Honestly, I believe that she thought she was coming here to the U.S. and that I, you yeah, were going I to think... give her every single thing that she asked for. Yeah. Like... Well, that's what happens when you pay for somebody to spread their legs. I knew my family would have advised against me marrying Anfisa, but I still did it anyways. People have told him how this whole thing is going to play out, and he is not unaware of his situation. So I want you guys to pay close attention because when you see a guy like maybe one of your friends walking right into an obvious trap, this is why. I want you to think of George like a heroin addict. If someone is addicted to heroin, it doesn't matter how many times you tell them it's bad for them, they're still going to do heroin. George is an addict. He is repeating a destructive behavior despite the negative consequences. Why? Because he likes being stepped on by women. And she's just very controlling. Um, she likes to be bossy. Um, and I kind of like that. I kind of like her firmness of, uh, you know, her standing her ground, but I'll also stand my ground too. So, you know, that, that's where conflict comes into play. Believe it or not, there are actually a lot of rich guys who are into this. There's a really interesting episode of Joe Rogan with Sierra Lynch where she talks about how guys would pay her so they could watch her waste their money shopping online. Now, understandably, some of your more normal friends may not be into the subdom culture, but it's still a variant of this. If you know someone who is in a terrible relationship and they stay with that partner, they are doing it because they're an addict. We measure addiction by negative consequence, and there are all kinds of bad things that can happen to you when you're in a relationship with an abusive partner like Anfisa. Now, of course, if you see a friend in danger, then as a good friend, you can warn them. You would be a terrible friend if you saw your friend walking towards a cliff and didn't try to stop him. You can give him the tools to avoid the negative consequences, but if he ignores your warnings, then the only thing you can do is let his addictive behavior cause him to fall. And that might mean some pretty disastrous things. It might mean jail. It might mean losing half of his stuff. It might mean paying five years of alimony. It might mean paying 18 years for a kid that's not his. It might mean becoming homeless. Oh well. That's what he's chosen, and if you try to get in the way of his failure, you will only make it worse. For example, let's say you have a family member who is an alcoholic, and they lose their home. You say, no problem, just come live with me. By doing that, you have just removed the consequences of their bad decisions, so instead of saying, wow, I see the errors in my ways, they're going to say, great, I don't have to pay rent anymore, so I can afford to drink. George from 90 Day Fiance is experiencing that now. His relationship with Anfisa has had negative consequences. He is currently in jail. And who's to say that he didn't make that mistake with his medical marijuana business because he was trying to rake in more cash to meet Anfisa's demands? Now, he has already been warned, so if someone helps him, like posting bail or becomes his emotional tampon for all his problems with his wife, then he will just say, great, I have all the support I need, so I don't have to make any changes. And that's how the cycle works. That's why these people won't listen to reason. That's why every addict is in denial. They need strong negative consequences before they will make any changes. You can help people who want to be helped, but if they refuse you, then the best thing you can do is shut up and don't support them when they are hurt by their bad choices. Otherwise, you will make them worse. But that's enough for this video. If you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support this channel, then you can do so with PayPal, Patreon, or Subscribestar. 
All of those links are on my channel page and in the description. If you have not checked out my BitChute channel yet, then you can also find it on my channel page or in the description of this video. Otherwise, thanks for watching and I'll see you in the next video.